if you have an infection in the brain, then there's no way, no matter what you do, um, will resolve it unless you identify the organism. You can improve your symptoms, but they may never actually clear out. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You have tuned in to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We have landed on episode 22. And today's episode, there are a lot of awesome things that we're about to talk about on this episode, a lot of things and resources that Dr. Barrett and his staff are starting to provide to the listeners of the Real Health Podcast. But then also we're going to dive into part two of what we talked about on episode 21, which if you remember, it was really the five areas on why you have anxiety and the five factors that contribute to having anxiety. So if you have not listened to episode 21, I would advise and suggest that you hit pause, you go back to episode 21, it was a shorter episode, because today's episode, he's going to go into the five areas that you can naturally help the the solutions for those five areas that we talked about on episode 21. So if you remember, those were environment, genetics, stress, nutrition, and spirituality. So that is what Dr. Barrett is going to go into today. So with that, Dr. B, what's up? Welcome to... It is Thursday. Today's a big day in the area in the southeast. Football is here, and I know you're a Gators fan, so I won't hold it against you. So, what's up? Go Vols, though. That's right. I'm not playing the Gators, so, <laughs> hey, I need to uh, I need to uh, tailor to my audience, so go Vols. <laughs> Chameleon. Absolutely, man. Be all things to all men that I can win some. That's right, right. Today is game day. If you're listening to this tomorrow, which is tomorrow's Friday, then Tennessee will have probably – Played very well. Oh, of course, playing a high school team <laughs> to open up. That's why they're. That's why they're being broadcast on a Thursday night. Uh, okay, they don't get prime time on Saturday. Yep, yep three thirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, game is uh, was it Florida? Uh, no, it's Georgia, Oregon, and it's seven o'clock prime time. ESPN. Yep. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Gators play number seven Utah. You know Purdue and um, Penn State play tonight. Really? Yeah, I just heard that on the radio in here. Hmm. I'd like to see how Penn State's going to play this year. Yeah. So, football is here. It is yep. in the air. It's exciting. But first, got to get to episode 22. Okay. Episode 21, we talked about, you know, why do we have anxiety? But really, before we get in here, you have something very exciting to share with the listeners. And this has been, for you, for you guys that are listening to this, this has kind of been on Dr. Barrett's radar. We've talked about this several times, but it, it was providing something for you, the listeners, in a virtual environment, and Dr. Baird has put a lot of work into what he's about to announce, and I'm excited for him to do that. So take over what you are and the team are about to come out with. Yeah, the team and I, uh, really team, has put together uh, over the last few months a, um, a virtual program for people. So we get listeners from all over, actually all over the world, and um, what we get called on all the time is, hey, 
would you be, would Dr. Bear be able to meet with me? And, and unfortunately, I just don't have that capacity right now. So we've launched a program called Armor Nutrition. And this program will officially launch October 3rd. So we're about a month out from it. And what it includes is, I mean, we're, we're, it's, it's a virtual nutrition consulting program. We're going to help you um, live free and restore your body and renew your mind. We're going to help you break food addictions and bad eating habits. We're going to help you develop good, clean habits for not just feeding, but also for sleeping. Uh, it's, it's, we're going to provide help in, uh, and value in exercise training. So we're actually going to produce a couple days a week of uh, training for you to do at home. Um, we're going to help you with uh, navigating supplementation and what should I take and what should I take. So it's a, it's a six-month nutrition course program that we're going to walk you through. And, uh, and so we're so stoked about it because, again, it helps us influence people uh, that are beyond Knoxville and help them and give them a, an opportunity to get well, truly live free um, from sickness and disease, and just create accountability and coaching leadership to, to allow them to walk in all that God has for them. So Armor Nutrition starts October 3rd. Um, and, uh, and so we're just building content right now. So we actually have a, have a blood sugar balancing guide that we can, we can send, uh, to our audience that just helps them immediately start. Cause we're about balancing blood sugar. You heard, if you haven't heard that nutrition episode with, uh, with our nutritionist, Caitlin, go back and listen to it. But, um, we're about balancing hormones and blood sugar. So, uh, we have a free guide to even start helping people in that arena before we actually kick off October 3rd. Okay, you have a free guide, and then we have the six-month course. Someone's listening to this right now. They want to get the free guide. You're going to be able to get that from the team here. So you can do that. There's three, there's three different ways you can do it. There's three different Instagram profiles. If you go right now and you DM live free on all the Instagram accounts, so the Real Health Podcast, the Health Factory, and Armor Health, the team will follow up with you, get your email address, and they will send you that free guide, and then they will get with you about the six-month program. That is how we're going to um, roll this out. Is that correct? That's right. We're actually, um, and here in about a week, we're going to roll out, which is really cool, a scholarship program where we're going to take applications for people that, um, hey, they are really struggling in their health, but they want to make a change. And uh, who knows, maybe finance is an issue or whatever the situation arises, or they're just a really good candidate for our program. Um, we're going to give a whole six-month program away, no cost whatsoever. So That's you'll awesome. see more information about that too. That's amazing. Live free, DM it right now, and we will continue to speak about that. But if you have any questions, you can, of course, message uh, or call in the office for the, for the people that work yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Episode 22, five areas that we can help with natural solution to anxiety where do you want to start you want to recap i don't think we don't think we need to but we can if we if you think it may be important imperative. yeah why don't you recap those five areas and then you tell me which one you want to hit okay five areas environment which you know really focused on infections and toxins genetics stress nutrition and spirituality were the five areas of influence when it came to anxiety. Yep. I think we should just roll down the list okay. of, of environment and then genetics and we'll go from there. Okay. So environment, um, this one is, uh, for, for, for the listeners, we got to think inflamed brain driving an irritable brain, which is a stress brain, which is an anxious brain. 
the inflammation is usually going to come from infections and heavy metals. So infections could be, again, just to recap, but strep, staph, Epstein-Barr, mold, Lyme. Okay, there's other ones. but So the first thing I would suggest in your solution plan is do a visual contrast sensitivity mm-hmm. screening. So you, go, you literally go to V as in Victor, C as in Cat, S as in Sam, vcstest.com. And you do that test. And if it says biotoxin score positive, then more than likely you have an infection that's driving your anxiety. Now, if you do, that's when you want to work with a practitioner and go through a anti-infection um, protocol, um, what we call an anti-dysbiosis protocol, and clear out whether it's a you, you test positive for virus load, bacterial load, mold load, whatever it is, you go through that protocol. And, uh, what is that VCS test? Is it is it online? I've heard mm-hmm. that VCS test. Before. It is. Yeah, you just do it on on an. It's a it's a it's a visual contrast sensitivity uh, screening. Okay. So whenever you have an infection in the brain, you lose oxygenation blood flow. This causes an inability to to to, to distinguish between contrast blacks and whites. So this is your classic person who drives at night and has nighttime blindness. Like they just, they're driving, all of a sudden a car comes in and they're just, those headlights, they're not able to adapt quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so just the dis- ability to distinguish between blacks, grays, you know, whites. So contrast, this, is, this was developed uh, by Dr. Richard Shoemaker who specialized in biotoxicity, specifically mold. And, um, and so, yeah, it's a great, so the solution, the solution inevitably is finding the organisms involved and then killing those off properly. So if you, if tier one testing is, if you, if you test positive on the VCS, then tier two is a pathogen panel. Find out which organisms are driving your illness. I really love a company called Cyrex Labs. It's a Ray 12. It's a pathogen panel that we can look at all the organisms that could potentially be driving it. And then you just systematically clear out those infections through a detoxification program. Okay. Okay. So if you test positive for tier one, mm-hmm. tier two, um, contact us and we can help you. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll set up a lab test, um, to draw out and figure out what pathogens are, are driving your infection. And then, um, and then you just, yeah, go through a natural antibacterial. If it's strep, um, an anti antifungal mold clearance program or, or get after that Lyme disease, if that's what's driving it. I would say a lot of people and me included when they think about anxiety, they don't, they wouldn't think of having an infection in the brain would cause no. that. I mean, I wouldn't in, until you talk about it and you think about it. Oh, I look at people all the time, they're cross-eyed and then we get their results back. And I just got two panels back this week that had both mold and Lyme mm-hmm. as well as a reactivated like herpes virus. And one had a Epstein-Barr virus. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's wreaking havoc on their nervous system, creating actually neuroautoimmunity issues that will further um, create damage if they don't, if they don't. And most of them are saying, again, this is what's crazy. They, are, they go to the doctor. They say, it's all in your head. Here's an anti-anxiety medication when inevitably your brain's being eaten alive by an infection. Man. Right? So this one's hard because you don't really get immediate solutions, but you get at least a, hey, if you, don't, if you have anxiety mm-hmm. and you do a VCS test and you score negative, great. Let's move on. If you score positive, this is probably the area you need to investigate and spend time in and go through this process of healing. Would you say that's the most important? 
Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because if you have a, if you have a, if you have an infection in the brain, then there's no way, no matter what you do, um, will resolve it unless you identify the organism. You can improve your symptoms, but they may never actually clear out. Yeah, that's good. Anything else within environment? It really no. That was that was the main one. Okay. The, the, uh, the maybe maybe the second one was heavy metals coming from mercury amalgam fillings. Um, so open your mouth if you see any silver filling in your mouth that could be driving your anxiety as well through mercury toxicity within the brain. Um, but you just got to make sure you work with a biological dentist. So pretty much what that means is if you're not in Knoxville, then um, you would call your dentist and ask them if they use a rubber dam and oxygenation. Uh, oxygen mask when they do the mercury amalgam filling. If they don't do that, then find someone who does, and those are called biological dentists. Okay. We've talked about that before, too, on several of the episodes, Mm -hmm. but that's good to know. Yep. So if you do have mercury in the mouth, you test negative on the VCS, then that could be also true. Because there's a lot of... The older generation has that a lot. Oh, so much. So much mercury in those those mouths. And uh, they say it's not a problem, but what? They're not using it anymore. Okay, right. Interesting, right? Crazy. Okay. Genetics. All right, so we talked about COMT, which is a stress gene, and we talked about MTHFR. Again, just because you have these genetic SNPs doesn't mean they're driving your anxiety. There has to be epigenetics at role. Environment plays a role on how your genetics are expressed. So if you've been on the planet for 30, 40 years, due to chronic exposure to toxins, nutritional deficiencies, probably eating foods as a kid you shouldn't have been eating, antibiotic usage, medication. Yeah, these genes are probably active, active in in expressing themselves. So the COMT gene, how do you test for this? Well, one of the easiest ways is 23andMe.com. Do their their saliva test um, and then get your results back, figure out what genetic SNPs you have. If you do have a COMT positive or MTHFR positive, then um, one of the best ways to treat this is adaptogenic herbs for your COMT. Adaptogens are like ashwagandha, rhodiola, ginsengs. And what they do is they help your body handle stress and cortisol. COMT has a problem with clearing out cortisol, and it just prolongs longer in the body, creating more stress. So adaptogens are very good at extending the half-life of cortisol so it doesn't drop, and then you have to keep making it in essence. Um, the other one is the MTHFR system. Mm-hmm. So if you are MTHFR positive, and this is really recommended for everyone, but I, I want you to st- start taking a methylated B vitamin. So B vitamins like B6, 9, and 12, those big three, 6, 9, 12, should be methylated. So when you flip the back of your bottle over and you look at your multivitamin or B vitamin, it should say methylcobalamin. It should say methylfolate. It should say um, pyridoxine 5-phosphate. Like those specific, not pyridoxine HCL, not folic acid, not like uh, cyanocobalamin. Those are synthetic forms. They need to be methylated. The ones our bodies use immediately to build our serotonin, dopamine levels, and allow detoxification to happen. So we're really looking at a good quality methylated B vitamin. Okay, I think I just I heard something right there that I want to hit because I, I, you can go out right now and get B12 shots at clinics, but that is not methylated, correct? Correct. Most of them are not. Mo- n- yes, a significant amount of them are not methylated. So That's right. If, if someone says, well, I'm just going to go get my B12 shot, 
to help with stress. And it, that's not... If they're MCHFR positive, they're not going to be able to convert that to a certain percentage downstream and be used properly. And actually, research shows unmetabolized B12 from that shot or mm-hmm. unmetabolized folic acid can actually create harm in, in cancer. Wow. So yeah, you don't want to just be shooting up B12 because it's low. You want to probably identify the genetic reason why it's low and then supplement properly with methylated B vitamins. Okay. That's good. Anything with genetics or you want to move to stress? Uh, no, let's move to stress. Okay. Um, so we talked about this on the last episode, but building stress resiliency was really important. So we alluded to, um, cold and hot exposure. Mm -hmm. So there's three things I want to talk about with stress. Now, adaptogens that we use for the COMT genetic defect can definitely apply to stress because adaptogens help our body handle stress better. But there's three things I want to talk about that are not supplemental. They are cold exposure, heat exposure, and breath work. They all help build stress resiliency and calm the nervous system down. So cold exposure. Prolonged cold exposure does a lot of amazing things. Fatty acid metabolism, you know, turning into brown fat, making it more metabolically active. Um, but one of the best things it does is induces your uh, nervous system to be in a very stressed situation. The worst case scenario for a cold shower or a cold plunge is doing it in a very stressed state, like getting in and like shivering and screaming, <laughs> okay, and trying to get out as fast as you, po- you possibly can because that's fight or flight. Uh-huh. We want to put ourselves in a stressful environment and breathe through it and relax through it. And almost enjoy it, although it sucks. And your mind says, why are you doing this? <laughs> You're going to continue doing it. But in a state of mind that says, hey, I'm embracing this stressor. Mm-hmm. I'm embracing this pain, this momentary discomfort, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it builds stress resiliency. So a five-minute cold plunge at 50 degrees is great. Contrast showers where you go 30 seconds of cold, 30 seconds of warm, and you repeat. Hard to do right now in the summer, better to do in the winter. Um, or even saunas, sitting in a sauna for 30 minutes. If, if people go outside and say, it's so hot, <laughs> I can't stand it, you know? Yeah, well, uh, it's our bodies were designed to live in some heat. Um, we're just so adapted to 72 degrees in our house, 65 degrees when we sleep at night, lights, camera, action, <laughs> that we lose our stress resilience. So then when we go outside and it's hot, we're like, this is terrible. This is awful. I can't stand this environment. It's too hot. Get outside. Get uncomfortable. Work out. Stress your body. Right? Get in a sauna. Stress your body. Get in a cold environment. Stress your body. And most importantly, make sure you're maintaining your breath through it all. So breath work, like uh, we've talked about box breathing. But breath work helps calm the central nervous system and allow us to adapt to that stressor in a beneficial way, take that stressor on, and almost like gain muscle in terms of our stress resiliency system. I think that's one of the things, too, when you when you talk to practitioners like yourself or you read things online that are kind of, a, you know, not um, Western medicine or, or whatnot, going after those stresses and putting yourself in a stressful environment can lead to not only making you feel better, but can build up your stress, stress resiliency. And it's, I mean, it's like going outside and working out in the heat. I I'm obsessed with that because I just, it, it's something that, um, I enjoy doing and I know that it is helping benefit, you know, I know it's not just making me sweat or, you know, building, building a strong foundation, but I just love sweating outside and it's building that stress resiliency up. 
Yeah, how about this? Do hard things. <laughs> Just do harder things. Yeah. Challenge yourself. Yeah. The body was meant to be challenged. If you don't challenge it, it's not going to grow. Uh, you can't grow anything that isn't stressed. Now, you, you don't want to... Um, you want to voluntarily stress the body, but be in control of its response. And that's the difference versus this work is killing me. I'm grinding eight hours a day. So yeah, do hard things. Would you say, well, I was going to say Monday morning when we worked out together, that was a pretty stressful thing that we did. That was stressful. My nervous system felt that. <laughs> it was, but I mean, that's, that's interesting. Dr. Barrett and I, we, we did an exercise. We worked out on Monday and my nervous system was almost, I don't know the correct terminology for it, but for a good three to four hours, it was kind of haywire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I felt that. I felt that stress response. Yes. Right, because we put ourselves in a very much in a fight-or-flight position. And uh, and that's where athletes can get in trouble because they can overtrain. So you got to be wise. Embrace recovery, embrace sleep, embrace breath work and nutrition and chiropractic care. And you do those things, and you're able to recover faster, which allows you to stress your body again mm-hmm. versus eating like garbage, not sleeping. It doesn't matter. You can add a little bit of stress and you're going to, you're going to blow up. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we think about nutrition, there's a couple easy, easy things. Uh, one is we should always think about the digestive system. The gut is huge. So, um, I have two, we'll call them diets that you can look into. There's the anti-anxiety diet. Um, which is really just eating whole foods. And then there's a low histamine diet. Histamine is actually a neurotransmitter that excites the brain. Um, There's a lot of people uh, that take antihistamines to reduce their anxiety. Um, They actually give it to kids um, to reduce their anxiousness or um, their ADHD. Um, they They give antihistamines to. Excess histamine it drives, drives an excitability response to the brain. So a, a low histamine diet can actually be very, very beneficial. Um, and, and then again, of course, the classic anti-anxiety diet or just whole foods, higher fats, moderate protein, because all your neurotransmitters need protein. Your fat needs brain as fuel, right? It needs cholesterol for those hormones to, to, to be produced and low sugar. So everything we always talk about applies here as well. Now, I will tell you that when we look at, uh, at nutrition and we think about um, certain foods that can avoid and trigger our body, um, you, again, sugar, alcohol, right, stressing the liver, um, inflammation caused by sugar, those are things that we should always avoid, all right? But also things like caffeine, coffee that are overstimulating to the nervous system too, we should consider having a reduction in caffeine content to potentially even elimination. What are some of the, actually, will you go into some of the nutrition stuff in the program that you guys are going to put out in October? Oh, 100%. It is is the backbone of that program is breaking what we would call obsessive or, or bad eating habits. How do you break addictions? Because we're we usually are addicted mm-hmm. to our to our food. Mm. How do we break those addictions that we've been that may have been around for 20, 30 years? And how do we start reestablish new healthy habits? So yeah, we'll go through that. And also, um, when you we mentioned just a second ago, low histamine diet, 
Interesting parallel here. Histamine, so antihistamines mm-hmm. produce anxiety. When we when we do blood work and we look at methylation status, so how, okay, Lane, you come in, I'm like, hey, I'm not sure if he's got a good methylation system. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to test that. The way I test that is actually through histamine. High histamine is low methylation status. The better your methylation, the lower your histamine. So not only... What is methylation? That was going back to the MTHFR issue and all the methylation B vitamins we talked about. Mm -hmm. So methyl B6, B9, B12 are important because they also lower histamine that drives anxiety and excitability to the brain. So you can can actually hit histamine hard, especially with kids with allergy issues, food allergies, through histamine reduction diet and methylated B vitamins. So methyl. So, but if someone is not like you said, if I came in methylation, like, what does that mean? So it means, do you are you currently do you currently pretty much have enough B six, B nine, and B twelve? Got it. So, okay. or are you running low okay. because of genetic factors? Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That connects the mm-hmm. dots for them. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Anything else with the nutrition part? Um, nope. It's no? it's our basis. Moderate protein, high fat, low, low carb. Awesome. The last one, spirituality. Yeah, right. And this was cool. We got even some great feedback from the first episode. Yeah. Um, heard it in the office from a couple people and just how the help, how much that helped them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, they didn't give me any details. But um, again, I would go. I would go into when it comes to spirituality, prayer. Why am I anxious? Um, First thing is, don't feel guilty or shameful that you're anxious if you're a believer. Um, speak life over your body, not death. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So instead of saying, I'm never, I'm, I'm never going to get rid of this. This can be with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to overcome. And having those thoughts, why don't we start speaking life like, I am joyful. I am at peace. Um, God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have a sound mind. Speaking life over ourselves when we first wake up and incorporating a meditative like breath work with it, mm-hmm. I think is so valuable. Um, so I would say first thing is let's step into a state of Hey, I'm a child of God. He loves me. He cares for me. And um, he sees me through his son's sacrifice. So I'm perfect in his sight. Um, and then speak life over yourself and grab a hold of a couple scriptures and just speak those over yourself daily. We, we need to retrain the trench of how we see ourselves and what we say to ourselves. Mm. The battlefield's in the mind. For me, my battle is I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I'm not performing well enough. So I say I'm, I am uh, sufficient in Christ. He can do all things through me. Mm. Um, I will hear well done, good and faithful servant. So I have to counteract those thoughts and those tendencies with Scripture and with life being spoken and, uh, and I think the same thing is true. If, you, if you've been told you have anxiety disorder, you're going to ha- have it for the rest of your life. 
you're never going to be set free from it. You're going to be on medication for it. There's no hope in that. Mm. And the Word of God says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So it doesn't matter what your situation is. Flip the script by speaking life, by counteracting those thoughts with biblical verses. And that'll reestablish healthy new trenches that are life-giving and not causing a further exacerbation of your symptoms. Yeah, man, that is so good. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, Guys, I hope that these five areas and solutions on the natural way to combat anxiety and stress have been helpful. If you remember, Dr. Barrett and the team are going to release a live free, healthy, virtual six-month training coming up October 3rd. I know Dr. Barrett is really excited about that. Um, anything you want to add to that before we, we close out today's episode? No, man, we're good. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the episode. Remember, live free DM all the Instagram pages, and we will get you all that information and the free stuff. Until next time, see you soon. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, Share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcast and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.